Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And welcome into the Tiger Woods Podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Cam Rogers coming at you here for episode number 16 of this very program. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate. Hopefully five stars. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Tune in and so much more. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. My account on Twitter, at Mr. Rogers 99 Hit me up. Let me know what you think about the show. I'm on the gram as well, at Mr. Rogers 98 Well, I certainly believed that Tiger Woods would become the champion golfer of the year and hoist the Claret Jug at Royal Portrush. That did not happen. Shout out to Shane Lowry for capturing a very impressive tournament, obviously a very historic tournament, and really dominating the entire week. There was really no doubt in my mind that he was going to win come Sunday afternoon going into that Sunday morning. So here's the rundown of the program. Tigers Open Championship recap. Where do we go from here? How did he play? Obviously not great, but how badly did he perform? And is it a concern heading into the FedEx Cup playoffs? Plus, is environment a bigger factor than we thought about Tiger Woods and having success on the golf course and in a PGA Tour tournament? Talk about that later in the program as well. Plus, a scheduling update. Tiger Woods committing to a new tournament in October. So we'll talk about that in terms of his schedule, and it's going to be overseas. I'll tell you more about it later in this edition of the Tiger Woods podcast. So let's get into it. Open Championship recap. First off, congrats once again to Shane Lowry for becoming the champion golfer of the year. That wraps up really an interesting slate of winners for the major championship schedule. Tiger, of course, at the Masters. Brooks Kepka at the PGA Championship at Bethpage. Gary Woodland getting his first major championship victory at Pebble Beach. And then, of course, Lowry capturing the Open Championship at Royal Portrush. It makes you wonder how this revamped 2019 schedule is going to do in terms of ratings because there's no PGA Championship in August to kind of hold down some audience here as we head into next month. There is the FedEx Cup playoffs that they have shrunk down to three tournaments now and it will not bleed into the NFL season, which is a good thing for the PGA Tour. So there you go. PGA Tour, FedEx Cup playoffs coming down the pipeline. I'll talk about Tiger Woods and his schedule for that later in the show. As for Tiger and Portrush, obviously not what I expected. If you tuned into last week's episode, I had him winning this thing. 
I picked him to capture the Open Championship to make it 16 majors on his resume. And it was not even close, considering I picked him to win and he missed the cut. So, a couple things. Hindsight, 2020, all that jazz, of course. But perhaps I should have read more into his comments prior to the event. The comments in particular that discussed Tiger's non-preparedness, if you will, not being ready for this tournament, or at least saying his game wasn't exactly sharp. And then, of course, there were the reports out there that his practice rounds were not very good. Bob Herrig of ESPN saying that Tiger did not look very good in his practice rounds with Patrick Reed and Dustin Johnson and the like. So you got to wonder, should I have read more into that? Because I kind of deflected it last week. If you recall, I was like, no, well, it's fine. It's Tiger just being honest. And golf is a volatile game. Things can change swing to swing, round to round. And I guess in a way, it did change round to round for Tiger. He went 78 and then 70. So much better in the second round, but obviously not enough to make the cut. So his major championship resume in 2019, first place at the Masters, missed cut at the PGA Championship, T21 at the U.S. Open, and then a missed cut at the Open Championship. Obviously, feast or famine this year for Tiger. Getting that Masters victory, you got to wonder if maybe he got a little bit complacent. The rest of the season, I am not one to believe that, but I'm sure it is a storyline out there that people are kind of pondering as we stand. I was sure that Tiger, at the very least, would be on the first two pages of the leaderboard this entire Open Championship. If you recall my reasons why, the Open typically favors the older golfer. The Open typically favors those who like to club down and hit less drivers. This all fit. Tiger Woods' mold here at 43 years old. We forgot one thing, though. The back, the cold temperatures, and the fickle nature of having a back that has been repaired on multiple times. In the first round, Tiger had just one birdie. The second round was far better. Obviously not enough, like I said, to make it to the weekend. Rory McIlroy, by the way, absolutely blew up in that first round and then bounced back big time on that Friday. Obviously was not enough for him to make the weekend either. But as for Tiger, you really have to ponder more about the environment. And I'll talk about this in a matter of moments, but I do want to get to what Tiger actually said after his second round that legit sort of made me squirm. Like, honestly. So I'll play some sound for you guys. I'll let you digest it. We'll come back and break it down. No, I just I just want some time off. Just to get away from it. Um, had a long trip to, uh, to Thailand. And um, then tried to get ready for this event, play this event. It's, it's been a, a, a lot of travel. A lot of time in the air. A lot of moving around and different hotels and everything. I just want to go home. So this isn't good. Like, I really don't want to hear this. Even though he said it with a smile and maybe there was some laughter in the background, 
what do you mean take some time off? Like, you took a month off between the U.S. Open and the British Open. So I'm left scratching my head here in terms of what exactly he means. Now, I understand he went to Thailand on vacation, but keyword there is vacation. He wasn't golfing. He wasn't flying across the world to play tournaments on the European tour or anything like that. He did not play in the Irish Open. He did not play in the Scottish Open. In fact, everybody was complaining on Twitter. Not everybody, but a good chunk of people were like, dude, play some regular tour events. Get ready for this Open Championship that we think you can win. And here you have Tiger after his second round getting ready to shut the trunk and go home, saying that, yeah, I need to take some more time off. And again, I am of the camp that whatever Tiger Woods does is going to be the best for himself because only Tiger knows his body better than anybody else. He is the guy who knows his own body. I mean, it's so obvious that I should not have to say this, but like I've said before, we have a lot of armchair doctors out there and armchair analysts that say, hey, well, you know what? You should be playing tournaments instead. But still, I'm sitting back here and thinking to myself, okay, well, you took a month off. And I'm sure he did do some diligence with Port Rush and traveling and all that jazz. But are you really that old, Tiger, where you feel gassed after a couple of rounds at the Open Championship? Maybe this is just who he is now, and we have to accept it. But it is really an interesting soundbite to hear in what was, by the way, a week of really interesting soundbites from Tiger in general. Like I mentioned earlier, where Tiger Woods was talking about his game not being very sharp entering Port Rush. And then you have Tiger Woods saying, yeah, I just want to go home. And then you have people reading into that saying, well, maybe Tiger Woods isn't exactly hungry for a win anymore. Which, by the way, is absolute BS. Tiger Woods plays every single PGA Tour event solely for one purpose. Not for handshakes, not for photo ops, not for autographs, not for the cameras, to win. And that was his goal entering the Open Championship. So, it also makes you wonder, what does this mean for the FedEx Cup? That's going to be a string of three straight tournaments. You have the Northern Trust Open. You have the BMW Championship at Medina out there in Illinois. And then you have the Tour Championship at Eastlake in Atlanta. That is going to be a major test for Tiger Woods and his stamina, honestly. Stamina is now going to be a key factor as we break down tournaments that Tiger Woods is playing in. He talked about it in the post-round interview, how he's not 23 years old anymore. Obviously not. But he's not 65 either. He's 43. He's still fresh. He just won the Masters, so I don't think he gives himself enough credit sometimes, which is a little annoying. It's like, dude, you played your butt off earlier this year in April. You put on yet another green jacket, and you're talking about how, you know, you need more rest. And I am not going to criticize him, but I just don't think he gives himself the benefit of the doubt sometimes. So again, the FedEx Cup playoffs will be a big-time test for him, and... 
He is expected to play in all three of those events, according to sources. So we'll talk about that as we wrap up the program. But in summary, I wasn't surprised with the results for Tiger at the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open. I did not think they would be the best opportunities for Tiger Woods to contend at this stage of his career. But I was pretty stunned about the British and Tiger's lack of preparedness, if you will, going into that tournament and essentially writing himself off heading into that event, talking about it with the media. You would never hear him say that at age 23, at age 22. Never in a million years. So that was pretty surprising. And that missed cut at the Open Championship now leads me to this. So I have said this theory, and it really isn't a theory, it's just, I guess, a well-formed opinion at this point. Is Tiger Woods more environmentally dependent than we thought when it comes to success at a PGA Tour event? So when I go on these radio interviews, people ask me, how does Tiger Woods look for a particular tournament? And I go, well, hey, let's think about the back. Let's think about the weather. Let's think about the golf course. Let's think about the wind. All of that stuff matters more to Tiger than maybe anybody else on the PGA Tour. So by environmentally dependent, I mean if it's cold out and his back tightens up, all bets are off. If it's a course he doesn't know very well and he doesn't want to put the time in per se to learn it, all bets are off. If his back just isn't loose and the warm-up routine that he does a few hours ahead of time is not working, all bets are off. But if everything is clicking and everything is working, then he is going to contend. So maybe we are entering, or have been in, honestly, an era of Tiger where it is feast or famine. It is contention or missed cut. Because there are so many factors in play here for Tiger that most golfers really don't have to deal with. Dustin Johnson does not have to worry about 50-degree weather. Dustin Johnson does not have to worry about making sure his back is loose enough before he gets onto the range. So all of those things put together... There's a lot more for Tiger Woods to actually incorporate and a lot more for us to think about in terms of if Tiger Woods can be successful at a tournament. Full stop. That's just the truth. The Open Championship notoriously is a cold weather event. It was not particularly warm at Royal Portrush. It was not particularly nice and warm at the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. In fact, it was quite cold out there in Monterey Peninsula. What happened? Tiger Woods did not make the cut at the Open and finished outside the top 20 at the U.S. Open. And then what happened at the PGA Championship at Bethpage? Well, remember, he skipped one of the practice rounds and everybody was wondering, oh my God, what is happening? And it turned out he was having some sort of back issue. He missed the cut. So, I mean, again, it's these factors that we aren't thinking about for other players, but we have to actually think about for Tiger. Luckily, the FedEx Cup will be in warm weather. 
because this entire country, it seems, by the way, is in an absolute heat wave as we stand. Like, every part of the country except for the Pacific Northwest is underneath at least 80 degrees. So, Jersey City, Chicago, Atlanta should be in warm, humid, honestly, conditions, and the back should not be an issue for Tiger Woods. But you still just never know because of how fickle, like I said, back injuries can be and how they can just pop up out of nowhere like what you saw at the PGA Championship. So I guess the big answer to all of this is yes, Tiger Woods is more situationally dependent than we ever thought. I posed this thought ahead of time before the U.S. Open and the PGA. I did not think the cold weather would be as big of a deal as it was at the Open Championship, but here we are recapping the entire season aside from a few more tournaments for Tiger Woods. And it's safe to say, yeah, you gotta factor in this stuff even more so than ever before. So coming up next week on the Tiger Woods podcast, by the way, I will do a full major championship recap. Talk about the season for Tiger before we get into the FedEx Cup playoffs because I think it will be important to really sit back and ponder the season that was for Tiger before this big stretch of tournaments and plenty of more content coming your way in regards to the FedEx Cup. All right, so scheduling update for Tiger here. He will compete in a skins game format in Japan on October 21st at Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club in Japan. So that is really interesting because it is a one-day event that leads up to the Zozo Championship later that week, also in Japan. And I think everybody will have a great time out there. So pretty cool to see that Tiger is going to compete in a skins game format, which is a style of scoring where, honestly, you probably played it before with your friends, where money carries over from hole to hole if nobody wins a particular hole. Obviously, there won't be money. It'll be something else like scoring, but still, that's the format there that we will be talking about come October 21st. And Tiger Woods is expected to play in all three of the FedEx Cup playoff events, according to reports out there. And then we likely won't see him until October 21st for that skins game format in Japan. And I'm a little surprised because... If you have been following this very program, I predicted Tiger to likely skip the Northern Trust Open because he could afford it, considering his standings in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Obviously, that is not the case, at least according to the reporting out there. He's going to play in all three, which is good. I like it. Should be interesting to see. Warm weather, good conditions. Hopefully, Tiger can contend in these events and maybe win the FedEx Cup playoffs. So that's going to do it, folks, for this edition of the Tiger Woods podcast. Once again, you can expect a full-on season recap next week. I will talk about all of the major championships, especially that Masters victory that is still hard for me to process, honestly. And then, of course, those two missed cuts and that finish at the U.S. Open. 
Also, we'll get you set for the FedEx Cup playoffs and what Tiger Woods should be expecting as we enter the Northern Trust, the BMW, and the Tour Championship at East Lake. So plenty of more Tiger energy, plenty of more Tiger content coming your way. Even though the major championship season is over, the Tiger season is not over, and the Tiger Woods podcast continues to roll on. I am Cam Rogers signing off. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.